Welcome to The Bug, Season 2, Episode 10. I'm Guy Livingston. It's been a strange week for silence, as the U.S. music industry is using it as a method of protest. Led by major pop stars and supported by BMI and ASCAP, musicians across America stopped their broadcasting, closed their online stores, turned their profiles black to honor George Floyd and protest for change in the United States. We live in desperate times. Here is a letter from my mom, who is in quarantine in her house in Center City, Philadelphia. Dear Guy, we still have an unsettled city The National Guard was here before dawn. There was a huge protest scheduled sometime today at 8th and Ray's Street. But without a TV, I cannot find out much about it. My neighbor is keeping her eyes peeled, and since her work is across the parking lot from where it will be, she is on high alert. The dumb thing is that the city was supposed to open many stores today and ease the lockdown. But now the Ben Franklin Bridge is closed and the buses stopped. And there will be again a curfew at 6 p.m. Of course, the weather is gorgeous. Cool, sunny, puffy white clouds filled with helicopters. The people looting do not seem to be the protesters, but others who arrived later. But there's no news yet about who they might be. And the malls on the periphery, the ones arrested, were not from Philadelphia. Anyway, I took a Zumba class, did the week's ironing, I'm cleaning my closet in an effort to keep focused. Hope you're having a nicer day in Holland. Love, your mother. At the request of Udo, here is music of Henrik Goreski. The soloist is Dawn Upshaw. Udo writes, Though sorrowful, I hope the songs will nonetheless have a tempering effect. Musical silence doesn't really exist in any quantitative way. It's just qualitative. It's the feeling. The experience. And that experience is only partially an acoustic one. It's indicated to us, silence is indicated to us, 
by performative gestures, by social conventions, by crescendi, by non-silence markers. Non-silence is itself a marker for silence. Could be silence to come or silence past. Occasionally, it's even silence happening. Marcel Kobusen writes, we can only experience silence through non-silence. Anyway, the thesis that I'm working on is that silence in music is not so much defined by its quality of silence, nor by its stillness, and even less by its decibel level, but rather defined by the markers around it, whether they be visual, musical, noise markers, or cultural markers, which lead the audience to experience it as silence. Here's a quote from the Volkskrant newspaper sent in by Maria. So they interviewed a pilot who's based in Holland. Flying is pretty much the same as in the pre-corona period, says von Langen. But, he continues, one element is really different, the stillness in the airspace. Normally, there is a crisscrossing communication from many planes to the control tower. Now the silences are so long that sometimes we have to check the volume of the onboard radio to make sure it's still working. The crisis does have one upside, he says. Normally you have to wait in line to take off. Now it's just up and away. Zero Marcel sent this quote to me. Silence is no longer the absence of sound, but the sound of sounds canceled out. Counter sounds. I was intrigued by this, and I thought a lot about it. My favorite part is the concept of, of those counter sounds counter sounds. But does it really describe our corona times? I'm not exactly sure. There's a difference, let's say, between canceled and canceled out. So I would guess that canceled sounds are planned but no longer permitted, whereas canceled out sounds are merely masked. They're still going on. So if counter sounds exist, they do so in our minds which is definitely interesting, but totally defined by the observer's own point of view. For my mother, the birdsong used to be canceled out by the traffic noise from the Ben Franklin Bridge. But when the bridge closed, its sound was canceled. I would argue that the counter sound here is the helicopters, new sounds which have arisen in part due to the crisis. And the same is true anywhere. In The Hague, the seagulls have been fighting each other for food. Their anguished squawking and screeching, 
which I cannot stand, creates a new counter sound compensating for the closed restaurants where they used to eat. So I would rephrase the original premise. Silence is finally the absence of sound and no longer the sound of sounds canceled out. Here's a parenthesis that I want to tell you about. It's an archive I recently discovered from the BBC. The BBC released 16,000 sound effects for public use, most of which are actually unusable. They're, they're old and the sound quality is poor. And what I found was this one. It's labeled, Monks sit down, silence bell rings, meal commences. These silences are both intentional and non-intentional. But is musical silence always intentional? Often composers are creating a context in which the silence may be experienced by the audience. The performers are fulfilling the composer's goals, and even the audience itself is quiet, listening, trying to help fulfill those goals. Intentionality is all around us. But the stillness of a forest can be just as powerful as the stillness after Beethoven Adagio. The stillness of the monks eating is not actually still. There's a lot of noise from the knives and the forks and the plates, the chewing, digestion. But the experience is one of silence, provoked in a way by that Pavlovian bell. And so just the same way a composer whether it's Beethoven or Mahler or even Wagner, would use the sounds or the listener in a forest would tune into nature in order to experience it as more than just a picture postcard. So in the same way, someone like John Cage very intentionally framed his non-silence in a way which would enable us to experience it non-intentionally. More and more, silence becomes a paradox. There have been a lot of attempts to remind us what we discovered during the lockdown, new sounds and new stillnesses. But if you're a big city dweller and a kind of urban frenetic like myself, you might get nostalgic for the raw excitement of the urban soundscape. So here is a loving two-minute portrait of New York pre-quarantine. 
That's a new immersive experience. The album is a collection of audio landscapes that evoke some of the sounds of New York City, brought to us by the New York Public Library. Let's see if those monks are still eating dinner. Yes, they are. Bon appétit. Unfortunately, we don't know where nor why these monks were recorded. In fact, it could be a reconstruction, like the romanticized sounds, the nostalgic, nostalgicized, would you say that? Sounds of New York that we heard just now. Alana writes, Hi, Guy. I finally listened to last week's show. So sorry about your chef friend. I didn't know you had a Middle Eastern restaurant, yum, in Knoxville when you were young. In Napa, we only had fast food and Denny's when I was a kid. But still, my dad took us out to dinner every Sunday. I enjoyed your show, despite the somber tone. I hope you're keeping your spirits up. We have a grill, finally. Last night, we grilled salmon and corn. It's hot and humid and reminds me of our summers past in Boston. But at least we have air conditioning. Talk soon. Love, Alana. Food has its own sounds when we cook and eat it, certainly when we grill it, but we typically think of vegetables as growing in silence. Far from it. Here's the sound of rhubarb somewhere in the United Kingdom late at night. Yes, that's real. That's real news. It's not fake news. Rhubarb makes those crackling sounds at night when it grows. That's an enormous warehouse full of rhubarb. Speaking of the UK, we're listening to music from Erased Tapes, an experimental ambient label based somewhere near London. Zero contact departure 118.4. You're listening to The Bug. I'm Guy Livingston. Many thanks to Alana, Marcel, Paul, Jill, Dave, my mom, and the BBC Monks for tonight's show. Tune in next week for my last podcast of the season featuring a 600-euro box of quarantine sounds plus my semi-silent version of Hamlet.